everybody. Welcome to The Truth Hurts. Today we have a part two to Joshua Brown. Rest in peace to Joshua Brown. Rest in peace to everybody who has a heart, who has the courage to stand up against the evil in this world because many of us are met with untimely deaths. Um, and, um, you know, much respect to Joshua Brown for having the courage to stand up and do what he felt was right in this case. But uh, let's get to more of the madness that has transpired since uh, I put out the other podcast on Joshua Brown, uh, just to make sure people hear about his name, know about his name, know about the, the, the murderous uh, treachery that happens right here in America to this day. So since he's been murdered, more than likely by the police, police have come out and alleged that three guys, of course, three black or Spanish guys, whatever, uh, 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 being assaulted. One or two of them are already captured. Another one they're looking for now. They're claiming, check this out, guys. Very, this, this just gets more, I mean, at a time I said, I just don't think I could find uh, anything more insane. I think uh, they're, they're getting either really desperate or really crazy in their to confusion. So they're claiming four guys, or excuse me, three guys drove from Louisiana four hours to buy weed. So let's just stop right there. <laughs> Anybody who's ever smoked weed or bought weed, who drives four hours to buy weed? So now let's presume that they were going to rob this guy, right? Let's just presume this. Who drives four hours? to rob somebody of weed because it's a long drive back unless you had some sort of knowledge and drop of what's going on so now is this guy the biggest drug dealer in this place seriously doubt that and let me explain why I seriously doubt that in these type of cases this is the, the clearest thing credibility is of the utmost importance. So I'm just going to talk about it from three perspectives. First, the prosecution. The prosecution is trying to put this lady in jail. They check people's fucking background, and they check to see who could be a, a liability, such as being a fucking <laughs> a big-time drug dealer. That's not the person that they would have on the, on the witness stand uh, alleging things against a fucking police officer who was like the... Uh, literally the hardest person to put in jail for their crime. That's the first thing. The defense that was, uh, uh, that's defending, uh, what's her name, Amber Geiger, would have found this out immediately. And it would have been one of the first things that they put out to discredit him. Especially since his testimony was key, he was so close to the situation. He would have, oh my God, they would have immediately, immediately uh, discredited him as a drug dealer. And then, and that, those two are facts right there. But let's just go a step further. You yourself, if this is what you do, and you're selling drugs, would you, I mean, that's an extremely crazy person. Would you get yourself involved in this murder trial of a cop and go and agree to testify and all that shit? Maybe you make a statement that I don't want to do no more unless they subpoena me. Would you go and, and, and agree to testify and help out knowing that you're a drug dealer? that's doing, doing deals like this? Because the fucking cops had the nerve to say that numerous tips, numerous tips from where? If numerous
numerous tips came in. How could you get numerous tips in two days? And in this whole fucking case, nobody gave you no fucking numerous tips about this guy's a fucking drug dealer. Everybody on the side of the police would have gave you that information had they had it. Anybody who wanted to see her free, which is a lot of people, would have gave you that information if they had it. It doesn't fucking exist. It doesn't fucking exist. And you get a warrant, uh, uh, search his house and you find 12 pounds of drugs just like you found weed in the other guy's house. People don't see the pattern here. They don't see the pattern. The pattern is always assassinate the character, especially of a black man. And, it, and, and, and that's why I said in my last podcast, like, you have to understand how vicious this place is. It has nothing to do with who you are because these are just not the set of guys. And this is why it's the case. It's a little bit frustrating to me because normally you can get a black guy, he grow, he grow up in this... Uh, 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 growing up in a very rough neighborhood, you might have had one or two scrapes that you got on him. You know, that little weed arrest, that little... These guys didn't have it. No criminal record. No criminal record. Yet, 10 days after he... And mind you, he's still going to be... He's agreed to also testify in the civil trial. So he knows he's still in the spotlight. He knows he was worried about his own safety. He knows what the fuck is going on. Yet he's gonna be out there making drug deals in parking lots with strangers who live four hours away. Come on now. Let's go to some more breaking down of what makes sense. So let's just assume that Joshua Brown has to sell pounds of weed now, right? So he's selling pounds of weed. Where did he get this connection? Give me more information. Who, what, what, what phone? What, 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 how much weed was he selling? And where did he get this connection to agree to meet somebody outside his fucking apartment that he probably just met? Somebody driving four hours, this is like a friend of a friend or something. How would you get a connection like this to somebody to come buy weed? This has to be somebody telling you, hey, oh, I got some guys. They're okay. I'm going to send them to you. That's the only thing that would make logical sense. It's all right, maybe that happens. So the guys come in and you're going to agree to make this deal in a dark parking lot at night with four guys for a, a lot, for, for a good amount. This guy was smart enough and brave enough to do what he did in this, in this trial, yet you, he would just do something so stupid. If he was selling weed, he wanted to make these guys, these four guys or three guys that are coming to rob him, so clearly he didn't have a good relationship with them or know them too well. He's coming, he's he's gonna just do that deal at night in a in a new random parking lot. Man, fuck you. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. And I just say it how it is. And it's getting so insane, he's trading his phone. Wait a second. Are they serious? Like, just why don't you I, I really wish they could just come and say, yeah, we murdered this motherfucker. And we'll murder any one of you motherfuckers if you try it again. So try it again. That's all I was fucking was respecting so much. I always respect a man who tells you what his stance is and, and welcomes the drama. Tells you what his stance is. I fucking hate you. When I see you, I'm going to do this. That's it. Mm. Now, you prepare. You deal with it accordingly. But these are cowards, and I've said it a thousand times. They move like roaches. Right? Like roaches. They come and they do what they do, and they run. So, let's review some more about this insanity. Joshua Brown, like I said, 
uh, he's doing Airbnb, right, on his home. So he's a clever guy. The only other uh, guy that I knew that that I met that that, he, that does Airbnb, the guy who went on to become one of the biggest real estate guys in Harlem. Um, very clever guy. Uh, I found out about you know people that are usually doing this. I'm not saying everybody that doesn't make you a good person, but you're usually like you know a little into technology, you know, trying to think outside the box. Like not trying to sell weed and pounds of weed, which is not even a profitable business, uh, profitable business anymore. Uh, weed is legal many places, and it's oversaturated. Everybody and their mother sells it, so it's not even some big-time business. So this guy with this open case, he's going to testify in a civil case coming. He leaves pounds of weed in his house that you got from numerous tips, so somebody just knew that he would have pounds of weed in his house. Like, come on now. But you couldn't get this information before. Mind you, that's the most interesting uh, fault in their whole uh, display of this, in that you got numerous tips that enough to know to go search his home to find weed. But none of these tips came out in all of this time that he was dealing with this case when you could have discredited this guy so fast. And that's what they would have done. If he was really a drug dealer, they would have gathered this information and... Uh, destroyed him on the witness stand about his alleged drug dealing and just discredited him right there. They could not discredit him because it wasn't true. So they decided to murder him and then discredit him with this story. So you may ask yourself, what about these three niggas? If they're not just being lied upon or they were arrested for something else, because this is what happens. You know, if you have anybody that's ever worked in these law enforcement or high levels of government, you know exactly how they operate. And I know exactly how they operate. <laughs> if they did, they these kids will either arrest them for something and tell them they, you know, we let you off if you do this. Just like this guy Eric Holder, same thing. Like, I would guarantee you, these guys really have the criminal record. It's always the first people you gotta look for. They will grab people that are in trouble and try to get Takashi people, <laughs> and and people will make deals, cut deals, and do treachery to get out of trouble. You're facing 40 years for drug offense. They tell you to shoot some guy, we'll give you five. A lot of people gonna shoot that guy. That's simple. And uh, thinking it's one of the oldest tactics in this country. And it's the oldest tactic of war anyway, but in this country, yes, they will always, not always, but a lot of times, uh, use us to kill us. And they will do, you know, like anybody, right? You want to kill an Asian guy, you want some black guy, right? Wouldn't, if you could find an Asian, probably would be easier, right? To infiltrate the neighborhood, go inside, less suspicion when they're going to do it. And that's what they do. This thing here, the guy was, and, and from the witness accounts that I heard initially, nobody saw anything like this. The guy was getting out of his car and was shot. <laughs> it was a drive-by, it was a quick drive-by murder that these guys knew what to do. And then now here's the, the double cross that the cops always do. And they're going to probably try to get rid of them. Or we'll see how it plays out. But I can tell you how it's going to play out. They either die, uh, be acquitted, or they just put them in jail. Nobody will ever believe them. But you have to watch how fast, like, the narratives. And this is what the media does and this is what the police do. And how fast they get information. Like, I said it with the Nipsey case. Like, you saw uh, the classic one. They come out with all this information at first. Just... It's all sketchy and incomplete. It's like it leaves you thirsty for more. 
and then it just stops. And you, and then you keep asking the questions week after week until eight, nine, 12 weeks, 16 weeks past and you just give up. And they know you will because you gotta go to work and you gotta live your life and you gotta do this and you gotta do that. But ultimately, uh, you know, they why did they come with this information and then, you know, they, just, uh, they, they put out this camera view that's sketchy and has you guessing. And then the seven camera views that are around the store, nobody ever, they never get an official word on it. Why would you never give an official word on it? There was a camera right where the guy who would hold her allegedly that alley walked up. Did all the cameras not work? What's going on? I guarantee you won't even mention that crime. Just insanity. Just insanity that you just forced to deal with it. It's just crazy. So with Joshua Brown, they're really trying to assassinate his character. It's absolute bullshit, absolute nonsense. I'm going to dig deeper into it. Um, you know, it's not like it needs to be dug any deeper to discredit. It's like it's a real insane, insane kind of uh, scenario. The one they painted with Nip was a lot better. Um, still was insane to me, but it was a, a lot more reasonable. This is just clearly insane. Like I said, for, from the first perspective of him himself, why would he, knowing this is what he does, I'm not saying nobody cannot sell some weed, come on, but knowing that you sell weed and you're selling pounds and you do big three, four pound drug deals in parking lots, I'm probably not going to, to testify in, in federal uh, murder trials. Like, I mean, I would be like, damn, I want to help this guy, but fuck, you know, my life, I'm not, I'm not right now. Like, I got to get my shit right. I'm not right. That's the first thing. Um, the second thing is the police and the prosecute, excuse me, the defense in the case would have found that out and discredited him. The prosecution would have been suspect of him because they do a little research. And if it was this easy to find out that he was, you can get numerous tips <laughs> that the guy was a drug dealer. It's that easy to find out that he was a drug dealer. Trust me, they, there was no way he would have been anywhere near this case on both sides. So it's just absolute nonsense, absolute bullshit. Um, and then just the whole story, just like, who drives four hours? Who would even believe, like, this guy, who would even believe a guy, guys are coming four hours to buy some weed from me that I, that I haven't done this from at least 10 times? You understand what I'm saying? Like, who would make that deal? Especially knowing what's going on. Like, I would be suspect of that deal. You know what I'm saying? And then they're, they're taking a big risk going to do a robbery, which it had to be, you know, in, in uh, four hours. It just seems like there's somewhere, somebody closer to rob for, 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 for some marijuana, not even hard drugs. Marijuana, you could have found somebody closer. So guys, the truth hurts. Uh, America KKK is at it again. Take it easy, guys. everybody thanks for listening to the podcast uh we really appreciate it here i just want to set an email address for you guys in case you want to get in contact with any comments suggestions feedback positive or negative anything that's not gross or disrespectful is more than welcomed here at the podcast because we just want to push progress and thinking forward that email address is podcast at gmail.com once again podcast at gmail.com 
once again that's t-t-h-b-l-k podcast at gmail.com basically it's the truth hurts but lies kills uh podcast and it's just abbreviated so the whole title of the podcast is abbreviated uh put into six different letters followed by the word podcast as one long word right t-t-h-b-l-k podcast at gmail.com please get in contact don't hesitate anything you can think of suggestions other podcasts anything that you feel is relevant trust me we will look at it we will engage and uh, we will push the agenda forward thanks a lot guys